Well, hello everyone. Today we are here to talk about Bo Horvat being moved from the Western Conference to the Eastern Conference, and we have plenty of all-star break and all-star game lead-up gossip to talk about here on Lockdown Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we are going to be talking all about Bo Horvat being moved to the New York Islanders. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I had an entirely different order for this show to be laid out. We were going to do something different. But then I see the news that Horvat is on the move. So that is a captain being traded. And we'll dive more into that uh, in just a moment here. But make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Flames so you never miss some breaking news. And, of course, we do some great analysis here. We have some fun guests coming up. And sometimes we just like to play it cool and just kind of have like a little gossip hour. So stick around if that's your thing. I was in the middle of outlining today's show and talking about the PHF All-Star Game and when all of a sudden I, I got distracted and I opened Twitter, right? Very uh, normal thing that happens for me. And I see a tweet from Gil, who is our Locked on Islanders host, and it says, the Isles make a move acquiring Bo Horvat from the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for Anthony Anthony Bouvier, a two ratty, and a conditional first round selection in twenty twenty in the twenty twenty three NHL draft. Um, I, I I was at least he's out of the West. Um, that that conditional first round selection, I believe. It, is protected so we'll have to see how that goes but that is a haul for a 27 year old player who uh, is probably going to be declining in a year or two because of course he's 27 years old he'll probably have a career season this year or next year and then of course comes you know he already has a big contract so the there's another bigger one coming and I, I do think that this moves the needle for for the Islanders, who are currently three points out of a wild card spot behind the Capitals, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. It is wild to see <laughs> Buffalo in the mix there. I feel like they've been, you know, out of it for so long we'd never see them there again. But right now Horvat has fifty-four points and, and thirty-one goals. I just guess I just wasn't paying attention because the Canucks are so bad. I didn't realize that he'd already, <laughs> he'd already knocked uh, 31 goals so far. And that's just, that's so impressive to do. So congrats. Uh, right now, like I said, he's 27 years old. And this is really a very interesting time for not only him to get traded, but as a captain of a team, you know, you're going into 
a new organization kind of quote unquote late in your career and you're not going to be carrying over that captaincy. So you have to just kind of look at this and say, hey, like, at least I'm going to a better team. At least I'm going to a team that, you know, has some sort of uh, ambition to them. There's, I, I truly think that the Canucks were just in, are such a dumpster fire that, um, you know, regardless of the loyalty and how long you have been there, you kind of have to look at it like, maybe it's a good thing that I'm I'm not spending uh, kind of like the second half of my career here, but the Islanders have their own problems in terms of getting that offense going. Lou Lamorello, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that man thinks, if he thinks, how he thinks, but it's interesting because right now you have three centers. Um, You know, you have, Barzal, uh, let me, sorry, Barzal, um, Horvat, and Nelson down the middle. I wonder if they're going to put someone on the wing. Um, I, I just, I'm very interested to see what happens here. I wonder if this means that they're going to go acquire a winger and how much that's going to move the needle. But at the same time, like, you have to, you know, you look at this from, like, the close-up lens of what this means for the immediate season, but then you have to pull back a little bit and look at other acquisitions that this team has made in kind of similar, you know, who is that big guy on the market that they go after. And this kind of reminds me of when they went and acquired Kyle Palmieri. Kyle Palmieri was one of, like, the biggest names at the trade deadline, and I, he ended up, you know, obviously going to the Islanders and then, um, things, things were good. Like you could consistently count on him, you know, and then he kind of fell off and he was injured. He definitely was injured, but I wonder, you know, if there is a significant drop off here with Horvat. I mean, Palmieri has had six goals in 25 games, so Obviously, he's missed some time as well there. But then are are you getting concerned with locking up another big name with that kind of money and probably going going to decline? Like you have to you have to think about that realistically there, right? So is this a situation where you just kind of hope that this is your push for the cup with signing him and maybe acquiring another top six forward or top nine forward uh, by the deadline because being three points out of a wild card spot is not unrealistic. Like you can still make the playoffs. I thought that the Islanders uh, were a lot worse than they are based on how some people talk about them um, on Twitter. But when I saw that in the standings, I was like, Oh, this could absolutely move the needle for the team. And this is something that is very <laughs> uh, you know, very good for the Islanders and to move on from players who, you know, weren't really getting a lot of playing time, especially uh, Ratty, Ratty, Ratty. Uh, it's just very, you know, it's probably better for him to go play in an organization where he will play a lot of minutes. But my condolences to everybody who uh, is emotionally affected by this trade. Hopefully we just get to see some more good stuff come out of Vancouver 
versus some negative because I feel like all we do is see negative here. But coming up next, we are going to talk about the Premier Hockey Federation's All-Star Game and All-Star Weekend in Toronto because this was one of the most fantastic, fantastic events that the league has put on. So we are going to talk about about that next. But before we do that, I want to talk about our next partner that has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to ditch all the multivitamins, the gummies, the the horse pills. I just wanted something easy that was all in one. And that was AG1. I have been using it for since they sent it to us almost a year ago. I put it in a scoop of water every morning and it just tastes like fruity, like tropically flavored, tropical flavored water. And uh, it's great. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, or dairy-free or gluten-free. And it is just something that is very easy to digest. And it is a simple, a micro habit that you can turn into, you know, much bigger for your life. And they have big... It has big benefits, and right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, you know, if, if you're new here, uh, you may not know, but I am the comms director for the Premier Hockey Federation Players Association. That is a mouthful. Uh, So basically, we are uh, the neutral party, not me, but the executive director is the neutral party that goes in and kind of helps negotiate with the players, the player reps and what they want to bring forward in contract negotiations, or if there's like questions that have never been really uh, touched upon, whether that be a trade or, you know, immigration uh, policies with, uh, like, your visas and things like that, because professional athletes have entirely different uh, sets of policies versus us everyday folk. So it's very interesting, and you should definitely uh, check out the PHFPA on Instagram at uh, NWHLPA. We are in the process of rebranding from the league name change. But back Back to the good stuff, right? The PHF had their All-Star Game in Toronto this weekend. This is the second year it's been in Toronto. Actually, last year, I don't think it was in Toronto. I think it was still in Buffalo because of potential uh, border closings. But this was the biggest All-Star Game yet in terms of how many players were invited, how many players were represented, different countries were represented. And this was so fun to watch. And not not because I am, you know, personally invested in this league, but because I was a fan first before I got involved. And it was just so amazing to watch, you know, to watch this league go from, you know, 
pretty much just Americans and a few Canadians are, you know, sprinkled in there to a global league with uh, a lot more European players this year. And it is something that should be talked about because the league is growing. Women's sports are absolutely growing and you love to see it. It is such a fantastic sport to watch. Like, you go out there and you watch Brittany Howard and just get that puck on her stick and you know that she's going to score. Same thing with Madison Packer. She does a fantastic um, playmaking and, of course, scoring as well. And the new uh, Canadian team, the Montreal Force, absolutely gorgeous jerseys. And everyone should just... I just I love it. It's so fun. And so Canada won the tourney and they did have to change the model this year. So it was a round robin because before they would just do it in teams. Um, But this year they had, instead of having captains and like team Dempsey or team Packer or team Fratkin or team Tinker, you were quote-unquote, assigned based on your country. And um, you had Team USA, Team World, and Team Canada. Team Canada did win the tourney, and it was just a lot of fun to watch. The uh, global team had a probably the best celly in hockey, uh, and it was turning the stick into a unicorn horn. So whenever someone from their team would score, they'd put the butt of the stick to their helmet and it was like a unicorn and I just thought it was a lot of fun you know the players had a lot of great uh walk-in pictures in their uh, fun creative outfits for Team USA or whether it was um just (laughs) Kaylee Fratkin walking in with just one of the best fits of all time she she comes correct every time she does the pregame fits I think that she is someone that uh definitely deserves some sort of partnership with like rent the runway or something or thread up I don't know someone needs to send her some clothes because she just is always killing it and they had an event that was hosted by a locked on kraken host Erica Ayala and she just Erica is someone who does a lot of everything and someone that I admire a lot because she has built her empire from the ground up she covered she went to the Olympics by herself she covered the Olympics under her own name and has gone to Seattle a number of times to uh you know, have boots on the ground for her show and is someone that I admire a lot. She works her butt off. She calls games for the PHF and I would love to see her on an NHL broadcast sometime soon because she, she's always kicking butt. But, you know, for her to host an event at the Hockey Hall of Fame with the PHF players, players who will probably be inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame someday, especially Jillian Dempsey. I think she will be the first PHF player to make it. Uh, it's just incredible, you know, to have her curate the event and go from a fan to that magnitude of, you know, 
of a career move is fantastic. So congratulations, Erica, and congratulations to all of the All-Stars this year. It has been an absolute delight watching the players and, of course, watching the teams and sport grow. Um, I'm interested to see what the next expansion team is. I think it's – I don't have any insider information, but I have a feeling it's going to be Pittsburgh – solely because of, um, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of uh, Pittsburgh events, if you will, and for the commissioner to go out to a PHF regular season event, I think that is telling. And it was a sold-out event as well, so you know that people are going to want to see the product. But coming up next, we are going to wrap up with some NHL All-Star game. Um I just kind of what to watch for and what what is there, what goes on during the, during the break. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick minute to talk about FanDuel because FanDuel is now the official sports book of Locked On, and that is so exciting. If you bet on the Cincinnati Bengals to win, I am so sorry. And if I led you to uh, place that bet, I am even more sorry. But we are so excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers get to join today and they get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. I was going to place a bet on uh, the Bengals money line last night, but I, I couldn't bring myself to do it because every time I do that, every time I bet on the team team's money line, they end up losing. And uh, they ended up losing anyways. So <laughs> on it, it's on, on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Football fans, don't miss out and place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. I have been loving the fun colors for the all-star break and for just I I love it I love when we get to see things that are just different for the NHL and the all-star game is always one of those things the product is just absolutely fantastic nine times out of ten I still remember a few years ago when the Kachuk brothers uh when the it was hosted in St. Louis and I know it was a big thing for them to to attend the All-Star game in their hometown, and they got to do some really fun skills competitions. So there are teams that have started their break, and then there are teams that are playing up until Wednesday. But don't you worry. Everyone gets nine days off. Everyone gets a nine-day break. And right now there's a lot of things happening. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if there is a roster freeze during the All-Star break. Um, I would imagine so. But I would hate to be on a vacation and then get a phone call saying, hey, you've been traded. So I I would say that there's 
probably going to be some movement before. I don't think anything major like another, <laughs> you know, Quinn Hughes to the Devils trade or anything like that. But I said the Devils, and I just realized his brothers play for that, <laughs> play for them. But anyways, you know what I'm saying. Yesterday, there was actually a beach cleanup that was part of the um, schedule, schedule events leading up to the All-Star Game. I think that's really great. It's great to see, you know, people, who, you know, obviously it is a high traffic destination, highly travel destination for the, I mean, for the winter in general, but then of course, you know, you have the all-star break. So it's nice to see people um, kind of leaving the community better than it than they found it. And I think one of the most frustrating things is when you go on vacation and, you know, whether it's like a spring break or just a highly traveled area and you do see a lot of trash on the beach and then, you know, the locals are oftentimes the one picking up after the people and it's just, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> um, so right now, uh, there, you know, yesterday was the cleanup. And then tomorrow, the 31st, there is a City of Sunrise in Florida Panthers hockey festival happening. I think that's fun. I love going to kind of fan-centric events. I know a few years ago, I went to this uh Boston Bruins fan fest and it was fun players were there uh you could buy t-shirts you could take pictures with like the locker stalls you could you know play a bunch of like little mini games take if we took pictures on this giant inflatable Bruins chair uh Chris Wagner was there and Ryan Donato was there as well and it was just really cool to see everyone kind of get together and celebrate the team especially after their Stanley Cup run so it's just fun to do and I'm sure it'll be even nicer to do uh in Florida <laughs> I mean you can't go wrong there and then on Wednesday there is the Coral Springs Hockey Festival and the alumni game so it's going to be Florida Panthers alumni versus uh, just NHL alumni, which I think is so fun. Uh, Armando from Lockdown Panthers will be covering that game. He has press access. So if you're interested for kind of like more boots on the ground coverage, I highly recommend giving him a listen this week. And of course, through the weekend, Thursday, you have, this is just so fun. This is like a mini spring break. Uh, th they have the truly seltzer nhl all-star beach festival in fort lauderdale beach park i see i think that would be so fun to just be around a bunch of other hockey fans and to talk about the game to just have fun let loose i know as a creator and someone who is constantly around hockey i would love to use that time as a break and just go down there like i can never escape hockey but I would love to just be on a beach with other hockey fans talking about the game. And then Friday, you have a lot of things kicking off. Of course, you have the, the beach festival again. And then you have the all-star player red carpet. And then you have the box office. Go visit the box office to get your tickets. Arena doors open at 5 p.m. And then the skills competition is at 7 that's going to be a lot of fun. I love the skills competitions. 
I thought last year's was fun. You know, we got to like try to hit 21 uh, with on the cards with the puck. I love that. I I love anything that is sort of just out of the box and creative. And I think that, you know, you have to have a lot of creativity to do to create events like this year after year. And of course, on Saturday, they have the NHL All-Star Game at uh, 3 o'clock. So you can definitely, you know, attend that as well as the Beach Festival and a Saturday sweat. I imagine that's like a, a group workout thing. Um, you, could, you could not pay me to work out in a group setting. I went to Zumba as a teenager. That was so embarrassing. I am not. I am someone that can like work out by myself but you want me to follow along I can't do it <laughs> and then of course on Sunday to wrap things up you get to have breakfast with the mascots I love that that's like Disney when you do like character breakfast so if you are interested in heading to Florida uh number one please pick me up on your way I am uh if you're road tripping I'm a great road trip partner because I can just sleep or if you need directions I can help with directions but in all seriousness I hope that everyone is you know kind of enjoying this break I know it, it's odd because I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> we're like barely into the break and I'm like huh what uh what do I do with my evenings now because you know there's uh usually I watch the Bruins first and then the flames kind of come on midway through the game so I have like two screens going and now I'm just like I, I can read a book. I don't have to quote unquote work, but I hope you're all taking good care of yourselves this new year. We've almost made it through January and when February gets here, we really get to start looking at the trade deadline and who, who, oh, who could the flames acquire. Thank you all so much for tuning in and please remember to subscribe to Locked on Flames and follow us wherever you get your podcasts as well as YouTube. And I will see you later. And we're probably having a Flames player on the podcast very soon. And uh, later today, Brian Bastin will be joining me to talk all about the Western Conference. And we're, we're bringing the pretty graphs with us this time, folks. I will see you later. Bye-bye.